like 6.2. This is episode number 447 of WP Watercooler. What's new in WordPress 6.2? Locks. I get it. The visual, <laughs> it's a visual pun. Thank you. You guys really should watch this. I'm Jason YouTube. Tucker. You can find me over on jasontucker.blog. I'm Say Reed. Oh, look, my link got updated magically by the fairies. Uh, at Say Reed Media on the things except Twitter. And y'all know who it is. It's your boy, Jason Cosper, a.k.a. Fat Mullenweg, back at it again on the world's most influential WordPress podcast. And those podcasts can be found over on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Podcasts, Spotify. And come hang out with us in our Discord. We really, we really appreciate that. We're going to make a new channel this weekend. Da, 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 da. Come see what it is. Da, 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 da. We have, we have a guest, uh, a, a regular contributor a regular, to... Yeah. WP Water Cooler. The something better than Soup Nazi for sure, though, as a regular. No, she she is the Leslie Nope of WordPress. Oh, that is good. Yeah. Sorry, Courtney Robertson. I'll just let myself in at this point. I'll just guess. Of WordPress is actually the best definition uh one of the best there's many okay. wonderful accolades that you could say but that one captures a lot of it and that makes me happy thank hi you. thank you hello hello um hello. so i want to say something here real quick uh so today we're talking about 6.2 you know everyone's talking about 6.2 it's the hottest release on the block um uh but we got the I, I was just saying before the show that there's like a few people who know like everything about what's happening in 6.2 and generally in WordPress. And uh, one is Anne McCarthy, who's like the development, like lead development. Like, I don't know. This, there's only a few places I would use the word guru. It might be here. Mm. <laughs> the site editing, like uh, sensei, maybe. I don't know what we could use. Someone suggest a word. But anyway, other than Anne, I believe that Courtney knows the most about what is happening in WordPress right now, including what's in 6.2. She literally is like writing the articles and the summaries. So I would also include into that same group, uh, Femi and Birgit and Milana over in the docs team and Stella too. Oh yeah, that's so true. The docs, docs is, um, ladies in, are in an exciting kicking. move. I think I have heard that the, um, the, Docs being ready for a release, the the distance it used to be, you know, docs came out way after a release, right? Um, and they have been slowly moving that um, that benchmark to like closer and closer to the re release. And I believe now they are pre-release preparing docs. Are we there? Are we like at the event horizon of that yet? I think the on the user facing articles, which would be org slash documentation these days we moved Ooh, from org slash support to wordpress.org slash documentation slash articles did you guys get that redirect going to it's been problematic the, yeah. the redirects have been problematic as That's one true. might imagine for like literally 10 year olds um, oh heavily, and the heavily codex even older, the codex.wordpress.org. Oh, yeah. So there's, there's a couple task. places <laughs> that all these user materials have have been, and this team has taken care of it. Milana especially has been yeah. with this team, I think, that entire time. Um, along with John Ang was a big part of it as well. He was one of our WordCamp Asia organizers. So, uh, yes, the docs, some of the docs are moving. The areas that are at um, the dev docs, which is developer.wordpress.org, 
those I believe the ones that are human crafted take a little bit longer to get into developer.wordpress.org. Often that is done by those that are part of the release squad that are more actually core, not the docs team. And then mm -hmm. if you go to the area that is um, more of our code reference base, that is WP parser under the hood. And that's kind of an automated thing based upon the actual code in WordPress. Um, WP parser's job is to like inject, here's the code at the top and the description and the parameters. That's what Here's that the new stuff. Does. Yeah. That's cool. Yep, yep. So automating the 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 new stuff. Yes. <laughs> like does it distinguish between like big new stuff and little new stuff, or is it all equal stuff? WP parser is just a lookup of the code. So when there is new code, right. part of that like is defining what that code is by describing it. So if you land in developer.wordpress.org slash reference. Um, under the hood, there's a tool called WP Parser. If you look it up in GitHub, you'll find all the stuff you need to know about how to make WP Parser Ooh. work. The the documentation effort that has been underway, uh, moving from support to documentation, which mm. makes so much sense because support documentation is not support. Just it's just not. Um, nope. It can be supportive and supportive to your journey in yes. learning how to develop and do WordPress, but it yes. is not support. So I, I applaud this change heavily. Uh, or hardly, We're aspiring over in yeah. training to get closer and closer to that as well. Each release, yeah, so I feel like training, we do is it, better. Is it close or is it still after? <laughs> uh, it's good in terms of addressing logging all of what needs to be done. But mm. there are, I think, about four people that are sponsored uh, full time to do some of that work um, and then asking contributors to have an idea of how to volunteer to write educational style lesson plans or create videos and re-record for each release because all oh, the style button changed um, and new users know that new users will be concerned that the button doesn't look exactly the same it it's in the same position so right there's a lot to be Rough. done and uh, we need help just the way the docs has been growing in terms of how it handles getting all of its content available at release ready. Um, mm -hmm. Training is in the same particular situation. We work very closely together as teams. That's something that ABBA really helped initiate. ABBA handles a lot of the Marcoms, ABBA and Mary for each release. And ABBA really helped organize uh, docs and training teams and marketing teams that all need to look at this like flow of what across all of .org should be ready at release and remember most of us are working English first, but then we also need that translated and changed in the translations. Uh, and so by doing all of that work, that should help alleviate the support forums, which is good. And those are resources the support forums should know that, hey, there's updates and we can send people with those updates to help answer their questions or concerns. But also- so Yesterday, wait, wait, yesterday, you, uh, speaking of volunteering, and this is really how hands-on the making of the actual WordPress is um, when you get into it. <laughs> like there's like a list of stuff going on in core and Courtney realized that some of the notifications that were going out to uh, plugin and theme developers about what's coming up in 6.2 was being kind of left undone. Yes. And uh, she was able to step up and do that. But I just want to like literally, you literally wrote the letter to <laughs> to the developers on explaining what to, what's being done. And the fact yes. that that's done now and not later yeah. not at release is really yeah. great too. So uh, yeah. hopefully next time around, additionally with that, um, anyone that works for a plugin or a theme company or themselves are the ones that receive those emails. 
I want your feedback. Uh, what would compel you to look at these emails and uh, take note and consider these new features should probably get on our product roadmap, even if they're on your backlog, uh, just to at least catch up with the, what the features are. So hit me up with those kind of ideas. I think hosts probably might see some of the same, although we have some process in place from the hosting team for some of that, but particularly plugin and theme email recipients. If you've got something in the .org repos and you receive an email about these updates, what would make that email more compelling to read and take action upon? <laughs> to actually pay attention to. Yes. Um, maybe we should host a contest for the first person or the first like plugin developer and the first or the first five, and they get to like have a one-on-one -on -one with like the meta team and talk about the plugin repo and just get their ideas out there. Yeah, mm. you know what I mean. Mm. <laughs> like, I'm mm. like people. <laughs> Or just, you know, maybe they win a WAPU. I don't know. I'm just that saying. could be. How, yeah. how do we incentivize people to pay attention to the thing that is powering their business? WAPUs. I Wapus. don't know. It's a hard Also, I want to give a shout out for those that have joined in on the release parties. Um, they usually happen on Tuesdays, although sometimes we slightly reschedule them. Um, but the release parties are a Slack chat in core and during the party we don't publicly talk about any issues that come up we just say like hey the party's happening come join us and usually there are no issues we test you the know update i've never process. really understood what that is like yeah. i see it like you mention it in the marketing team meeting i see people yeah. inviting and they're like party's happening and i'm like i think we have a different definition of party actually no right. it's a byo everything and you're just in a slack chat so what happens during so what, that? What do we mean by party exactly? Yeah, during that process, I actually have a post over on the training team uh, from, I recorded one of the release parties the other week to help other people learn what it's like to ride along for one of them. Um, the people push the changes to the beta or RC version and the zip file of that version of WordPress becomes available for people to download and put onto things and test. And what so wait, I do- wait, wait, wait. Is this basically a bunch of people getting a room and going push the button push the button yes there's, like there's, there's multiple like I, buttons to push but right. yes it but it can also kind of be like it's helpful, a actually a release party could be like our own we could pretend that we're at a nasa release party where they send a, something into space a um, it's a little less dangerous i think but 43 percent <laughs> of the internet is still something so i mean um, yeah yeah it's yeah. true and so a lot of stuff a is sent to auto update so you know it, it's not like it's out there it is it is we need testers folks and one of the things that i feel safe in saying is that um when i look at how many people that the folks in that particular release party were saying how many people pulled the beta version of the software to test it out the number was not at all where I thought it should be. Um, like so it, it much, be. so much less that you don't want to say it out loud. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still a lot of people. Okay. Still a lot of people, but it's not enough people. Not testing. forty-three percent of the internet. A lot of people. Oh, in my in my uh, my my job, I am advocating internally. Like we need to get people on testing and give more numbers. Um, there mm. are some automated tests and and tests the devs love to do, but there's also some manual stuff that you don't find out until you go poking things around manually. And um, I would love to get those same theme and plugin devs to also test. 
Yeah. And uh, I was going to say also, especially with uh, what, 40,000 plus uh, plugins and everything else, uh, testing uh, release candidates and testing. Well, uh, I mean, you can test on the betas. That's fine. But I, I uh, spent a little bit of time yesterday uh, updating I mean, it wasn't that much time because it was just hitting a few buttons, but uh, updating a number of my sites to to release candidate one uh, when when that dropped. Um, it, I'm I mean, I remember uh, back in the day when uh, Nason and and that whole cohort uh, would just be like, I run my site on trunk. And um, <laughs> yes, that, and I think okay, that's fun fact, fun fact. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, the fun fact: the WBE collect community collective org is running on bleeding edge release because I figured if there was any site to put on bleeding edge, like why not the one that's literally just text and um, also you know donations don't WB. actually run off of it. Yeah, nothing right, is running no. off of it. So, no, no. so it's like an experimental <laughs> site, so uh, it's yeah. bleeding. It's great. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I mean, it's it's um, the the beta testing plugin makes it really easy. You can lock it down to just uh, update to release candidates, um, and then mm -hmm. once the the actual uh, version six two ships, then you don't see anything again until the next stage of release candidates comes through for six three. Yeah. So. Um, makes sense. Yeah, that's I, like that's even better. Like if you're doing it on something that like might matter a little bit. Like, you know, it could impact something like, anyway, there's so many ways to test it. Yeah. Yes. Well, now that we're now Spe speaking of testing it. Yes. <laughs> I, I know you wanted to say something, Gosper. So if you didn't want to say this, but I was just going to say, I really want uh, to see this. I really want us to do the live test. Please, because, please, please. Uh, wow, live demos had, are always fun. Yeah, live demos on the internet, right? Uh, but we had, I just love this because we had the uh, founder, creator of InstaWP on the show, right? Yeah. Uh, Vickas, yeah. Name, yeah, who's, what was the name? His name? I can't remember. Uh, Vickas? Yeah, Vickas. Okay. Uh, and, um, uh, you know, showed us that, you know, this relatively new technology and to see it being um, baked into this process, which makes it so much easier to launch a beta site. You don't even have to do anything on your own sites. Yeah. I just think it's really cool. And um, I'm really happy that it's uh, that they've made that available. So, so here we go. Look at it. Yeah, we're going from my purple theme. I've just hit enter. You're watching in real time, magic login. We could close out this tab. And now I've got a working WordPress site. And we're Boom. gonna go take a look at what 6.2 is. You, On Kasper, beta. you were mentioning the, um, sorry, the, the beta testing plugin that's here. You see it injects a little dashboard widget. Um, the beta testing plugin is one of the few that I have installed. So this link is, I will say it slowly, but it's kind of available through Twitter and ask me and I'll get it to people app.instawp.io slash launch question mark T equals beta RC. So every release, when we have a release party, I go update the site that this clones from. There is one site that this clones from. And then this site will expire within four hours like an inspector gadget envelope. You see, I've got a lot of the default dev kind of uh, plugins that are in here in case you want to make use of any of those. 
they're already set for you, ready to go, including things like Faker Press and whatever. But the beta tester is really the only one that is on and active. And what that allows us to do is that if I am in tools, is it tools beta testing? That gives us some beta tester settings. Now, this should be all configured to whatever the latest beta or RC is um, based upon the configuration of this. But I also run a bleeding edge version and a current stable. So I've got all three variations that people can use and get testing with things. I have taken the liberty on this to already inject the theme oh, unit wow, test data that has all of the, if you go into posts, it's the theme unit test data that we've had around for ages. So there's a pile of fake posts all ready to go for you. And in media, you could see that the media library has stuff in it too. So you've got a fairly functional website with all the default WordPress things. Make use of this. This is available. Originally, we were gifted this from InstaWP for use in the training team for our online trainings. But um, given that Vikas has shared that information through Twitter, I'd imagine he's pretty okay since he's the one sharing it with a lot more people making use of it. So have at it. Um, and each release party, I will continue to update it. But there's a lot. Did you pick these photos, coming. by the way, in this media library? Some of them are from the theme unit test data. There are one mm -hmm. or two, like a lot of these are theme unit test data defaults. One or two of them came from the WordPress photos library, or there was another, there was something else similar to theme unit test data back in the day that could have come from that too. So, um, sorry, not media, appearance editor. Let's go <laughs> Don't there. Don't get me started on the media library. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I know the history of saying the media library. So <laughs> Look at the giant header for design. That's amazing. That's, okay. that's new. See, this is what we're talking about. It's these yeah. tiny little things. First little thing when we get in here, most of these are going to be, most of what I have time to cover today will be in um, the user-oriented side of it, which there are very specific test steps for this in the post called Help Test WordPress 6.2 that is on the Make Test Teams site. Um, devs, you'll want to find the field guide and do some reading. There are links to all sorts of track and Gutenberg issues from this. This is a roundup posts of posts, right? So devs, go to the field guide. Folks that are more user-facing oriented and want to test out user features, go to this article that's about the help test features. Okay, so we have to stop for a second. This is the problem. Uh, we, and I was talking about this in the Slack channel. I think that um, when you're just like so involved and I've gotten so much more involved uh, actively just this year as mm -hmm. because I'm you know taking on a team rep role or team yeah team rep role um but when you just you know living your life operating your business you know doing your thing the the amount of information that it is like needed to consume in order to not just respond to the new stuff for your clients or your site if it's something that you're running but to go that extra step and to read about things that may not necessarily uh, impact just what you're doing. I mean, that would be one step just to test the things that do impact you. Yeah. But it's so hard to parse, not like the parser, but it's so hard to parse out um, what all of those things are. And I say that as someone who, A, is involved and B, is a reactor to the releases. Yeah. Like I don't, I'm not a, I'm not an early tester. I'm not an early updater. I'm like a 0.1 updater. Like that's, this is just yeah. the truth of the matter. Um, maybe sometimes a 0.2 updater, yeah. as, you know? Uh, and um, I know I'm not alone in that. Yeah. And I know that there is this balance between 
using the software and the building of the software and like, you know, that, that, that gap between yes. those things. Um, so part of my mission, and I, we've, I think we talked about this in some Slack or GitHub or somewhere is to really make it easier to test, like test one thing or to, uh, you know, here are the things we need to test in a checklist. So you can spin this up, do that thing, and then give your feedback. Yes. So, um, if anyone's listening, that's I mean, what this post that's is fun. for. That is exactly yeah. the things that you're mentioning. I mm -hmm. think that this would be the area to focus in on if you're not the one that is um, digging into the to the React code of your own themes that you're making or something like that. Then I mean, who if, has if, the time? Well, and <laughs> React-based no. programming might not be for everybody in terms of WordPress theming, and that's cool too. So I would direct people to this particular checklist, help test WordPress 6.2. Um, there was pretty much the same in the demo post that is on wordpress.org slash news. That's the replay of the demo that we had the other week. It's out on the slash news site. So um, I would take folks through this where it walks you through and shows you, here's the thing, now you try it too. Um, how the, the thing is, don't changed. the things that are in the, I mean, it's not the stuff that's in the post. Yes. Uh, you know, that stuff feels like it's been tested. Like, I feel mm, like the stuff enough. that we need to test is like the stuff that's not like the, the main features, right? Like I'll go, I'll go back to saying the, the 40,000 plugins thing. Um, mm -hmm. is, is you end up with a lot of different variables. Uh, mm -hmm. so like these, these are the focus areas. Yes. Like, um, you know, that, that is something that has had a lot of eyes on it, but when you get those 40,000 plus other variables, that's not even taking into account all the themes that are out there, uh, mm -hmm. and the stuff that's not in the repo, uh, things like that, like, uh, having as many of those variables covered as possible, uh, still a good thing. One of the things that pushed, right. we had a beta would, five come right, out. Hold on, but that and, would require testing on sites that had, you know, the variety of um, plugins, you know, and themes installed, right? Also, not just poking this thing um, right out of the box in a fresh install, because that is really different right. than putting it on the which site. Is, so which is why I Insta WP button, you'd have to go install the beta version. But if you use the Insta WP button uh, that you get with a Chrome browser extension, it will launch a site that has that plugin installed. Uh, yeah. There you go. So or so or you can testing you, testing your plugins individually with a temporary install that has yeah. a plugin that you use. Yes. And maybe what right. like importing the data or something and just being like, here's all my data. Oh, Where'd Courtney go? <laughs> she she closed herself out of the the box. We'll we'll let her back in. You, yeah, you can, can you, you can also do the completely uh, suicidal thing. I mean, it's not really suicidal, but um, you, you can do the uh, totally wild thing of uh, testing. Um, <laughs> testing like I'm testing, which is uh, putting the release candidate on uh, my personal sites on a, a few things that are, uh, in, in some cases, uh, my personal site, just jasoncosper.com, has been running since like 2006. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I don't, I haven't 
updated and like put any posts up on it in like three years, that's fine. Uh, but um, yeah. it, it still has a, a bunch of legacy crap on it that, um, right. you know, it's, it's useful to see like, okay, what's, what's the latest, uh, what, what's this going to do on the I mean, latest that, release candidates? Yeah. Cause that's what a lot of sites look like actually. Right. Like stuff that hasn't been updated in three years or something that's like, um, over there, like, like that has like some plugins that are like a couple releases old or something like that. And so I, there is definitely value in, in testing it in that environment. Cause I don't think that is as edge case as, you know, it might, it might want to be as, as best practices would dictate. I, you know, as we all know, logging into new clients, you know, back ends, which I love that phrase, but you know, logging into new clients back ends, we get to see, you know, just the, the neglect or the plugins that have been installed or the duplication. So we all know that that is a reality of live production sites. So yeah, yeah, there's value in testing it on old stuff. So yeah. don't update your sites. You heard it here first. Okay, so okay, wait. I also have one more thing to say. Does this not look just like 2010? Because it does. Remember the 2010 theme? Yeah. No. Okay. Anyway, go on. All right. So sure. launch into site editor. We see that this is a little different. We don't have the dashboard. You can get back out there with this option or with this logo, your site logo, which that WordPress icon will change to your site logo if you upload one. Um, both of them will take you back to the dashboard. But what we saw in betas one through four is that if somebody were to hit the back arrow, there was like white screen of death going on. And that's why we need more testers because nobody thought to hit the back arrow in the browser. So we need more testers to find fun things like that, which is why we had a beta five. It was quickly fixed and RC1 is out and, and not a problem. So um, you see the breakdown of these and this is organized by, I believe, is it alphabetical? There are some thought about organizing it based on template hierarchy. That was one of the discussions. Um, I don't know. The way that we organized this could be different. So you have to click into one of them before you start <laughs> editing. You could go in and, and edit it. And then that way you know that you're in edit mode. Was that some Ajax I saw right there, smoothing it out? Ooh, a little nice. bit. Yeah. A little, little bit. bit of job. I don't know what that so, was, but it's nice and smooth. There is a header block. Um, that you see by default in there. And that header block now has a bright purple outline around it. I hope that it works for those that have color vision kind of stuff. But in that header block, if I were, this is a little, a little bit fussy yet, but if I were to, it's not ideal, we'll just say that. But if I were to toss the header into a group, which I know to do, then I could go over to position and say, let's make that navigation area sticky because sticky nav bars are what people like. Um, it's a little bit janky this time around, I'll say. They already have a fix in the works for it in the future. So you can make sticky nav bars. Other things that are pretty interesting is that if I go into my, let's turn on style view, the global, formerly global styles, it's just styles now. We have the style block, or I'm sorry, the store, the style book. Yes, say my words right. Door, the style book. I read about and, this. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. So it gives you, there's a navigation kind of thing across the top. It gives you the preview of all the kinds of default blocks that are in here. I don't know That's yet if cool. plugins that create a block will toss something in here. But this way, when you're can. in, yeah, when you're in and changing your, like, let's go into typography for headings. And if I change the font on that one to something else, 
then you could see that all my heading fonts just changed somewhere that I can kind of view what's going on there. Um, this is like, like the style book is like the, no, it's not, is it kind of like the customizer in a way? It's like the new, the, the customizer 2.0, like, because you're changing global styles and you can see it, but it's yes. not on page. So right. that's, you know, it, yeah. it still, it still holds it's to the, the demo of everything. Theme. Yeah. It still holds to the kind yeah. of template concept yeah. as opposed to. This is funny because right. it is another layer of abstraction yes. uh, for styling, which is what, in theory, site editor is all about doing, right? Is like yep. putting it on the page. But yep. This kind of like re-abstracts it, right. which I'm not saying is wrong because they also, uh, and I think it didn't come out yet, but the navigation bar with the side uh, sidebar, oh, yeah. um, yep. is that this one? That's I can show it in right? a moment. So yeah. also in the same kind of area, um, yeah, Mark Andrew likes the, the style book. That's awesome. Um, so this additional CSS, hey, we can put custom CSS back in here. Uh, oh my so, God. Yay. This is, this is, I have been waiting for this. Yes. Like what, how, I was okay. like, now how? the other thing, how do we live without this box? Yes. I do so not know. That is under <laughs> the kebab live. menu. Let's learn our proper terminology. The kebab menu is our three dots and we see additional CSS here. Like as here. opposed to the hamburger? Right. No, a hamburger is the lines. Right. So there's a hamburger. The kebab the menu. Kebab. It's actually, uh, it's a term. It's a term if you look it up. Yes. I know, so, but what are we doing? So people? Lynn, if How you say, wait, 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 I don't want to apply my custom CSS to everywhere. Maybe I just need to apply my custom CSS to a singular button. Let's turn the style book off for this oh, one. Look, there it is. I and it down, down here in the singular wow. button, I could go in and make custom CSS just for the singular button. So there is already a ticket that I saw. It won't ship this time, but I saw there's a ticket that will output a list of where which blocks you have put your custom CSS in <gasps> because every page builder has made the same issue. Ooh, so 6.2 won't exciting. That, but 6.3 might. Um, so you can put custom CSS into a singular block. You also get this better preview of what the individual items look like when you're styling a specific block. And what you also get in buttons it will come soon to other versions is you get a shadow option. So in my shadow, I could start- This is all MailChimp's my... fault, this stupid button shadow. Did anyone notice this? Like MailChimp changed their buttons and now well, all I wanted, is like button. I button wanted box shadows. Styles with like, yeah, that exactly. I wanted box shadow, CSS box shadows for other elements on my own site. Um, when I re over When I redid it like last summer, and so Shadows are very in right now though. So I'm glad that we yeah. have that because they've they're uh they're I mean I've been using them myself, but they only in. work at this time, I believe, on a singular button, not buttons plural. So when you have right, so if you have multiple buttons next to each other, you lose you box style the you singular individually. You style the singular. Buttons huh. plural is about how multiple lay out together. Button right. singular is about the element of that singular button right a button so. i've gotten uh i've been doing a site for a client that is using a uh, site editor like it's an actual uh -huh. like yeah. full-on site and man the uh the layers deep that you get into the list editor the uh -huh. list view there can get a little extreme i'm yep. like what if i feel like i'm in like you know you're like if you had an outline with the roman numerals you're yeah. like in some weird symbol from like yeah. windings because it's so far indented so <laughs> another place to show off a couple new features all at once is the navigation block. Oh, over time wing, wing, yep. wing, 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 wing. 
we'll keep it short. Um, so the navigation block, I am using list view to get at the navigation block because that is uh, like a div and a div and a div and a div or a table and a table and a table and a table, <laughs> and a table right? Like, <laughs> yep. So we got into the navigation block uh, through Ooh. the list view because I can that way oh. easily. And on the right-hand side, there you is. see that I have, this is our new, instead of the cog for settings, this is the oh, new wow. look. And it is That's supposed better. to indicate that that is a panel sliding out, but we are not but applying the same effect time. to the list view button that is also a panel sliding out. I don't know. Mm. Um, so this is the, the new settings option. But in the settings option, you see that there are three tabs here. This one yeah, is- now, So that's why we couldn't use the cog for the settings, the block settings anymore, because now we have to use yeah. the cog for the but, block settings inside the block. But the list yeah, view staircase it. is the same in both places. So I don't know. Um, so before I show you these three tabs, I will actually Wait, assign- Wait, there's a list view? Is that only in navigation that there's a list view inside yes. the block? Yes, oh, okay. let me show you. This I'm is like, new. what the heck? So before Whoa. I can show you what that list view does, let's import since I have- List view list view. <laughs> since I have theme unit test data in here, it says my menu is currently empty. I forget this sometimes. Let's see, I am trying to import, oh, here it is. Import the, the kebab menu. Well, let me import, since I have theme unit test data that comes with all these pre-built menus. So I could say, let's import the short menu that came from maybe I had a different version of a theme or something on my site. And so I have old menus. So I've just imported a menu. Wait, 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 wait quick, quick question. Yep. Old menus just hanging out in the database or old yeah. menus somewhere else? Yeah. Hang, yeah, database. Hanging out in the database? Okay, yeah. Just yeah, yeah. So it will remember these menus. Just la lagging around. If yeah. you were to clean your database and you didn't have, would, would that strip your old menus? No, it would just leave that alone, right? If you're cleaning, we'll just leave your menus alone because you don't have it in like. I, never Unless mind. you're dropping the tables where out. the menus are. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I mean, like in theory, tables. you could delete them. Yes. Um, so hmm. I have imported an old menu. And yeah. then here are, this is the list view of getting to those items. So people might like, getting to that because this is what happens right like why is this toolbar hanging out over top so this <laughs> is sort of fixed bar. and then it was sort of not fixed what i like to it's do iterating before... iterations mm -hmm. we are moving like you know progressively iterating i think yes. this sidebar um menu navigation is really a response to people's feedback about the uh just like uh non-friendly UI that just, was originally part of site editing. So I think I, I just want to, you know, to tie back to the beginning of the show, feedback really does shape the the path of this. Like people yeah. are, the people who are building this are listening to feedback. Yep. So, so we don't like this here. So to temporarily get rid of it, I use the top toolbar. And then um, after that, I need to go back to my styles area there. My, I'm sorry, my settings area. And when I was on Navi panel, yeah, Navi the terms. this is why we need a glossary people. We do So <laughs> navigation right here. We have three different tabs going across. Some blocks will have two. Some may only have one. Plugins, <laughs> wait, wait, plug wait, wait, wait. For people who are listening, you need to know that the styles tab is duotone. That's all you need to know. <laughs> That's really sorry. Okay. So we have three tabs inside of the, for our audio listeners, three tabs inside of the settings sidebar. And when you're in the navigation block, there are three tabs. Other blocks might have other amounts. Plugin devs, you can now start hooking into these and inject like, oh, I want so some things in. About this. 
I want some things in the settings settings. <laughs> I want some things get hijacked the, though, like the, the theme options pages. Like, is this side panel going to get just like, is it, are there going to be ads in here? Like, how, do you know if there are any restrictions? No, there won't on, be like, ads. What this is only for settings about your plugin. It's like strictly limited. Challenge accepted. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's run Tucker's <laughs> plugin. Um, and then the final tab is your, your settings styles. Oh goodness, this is hard to say. So it's tucking more things behind more spaces to sort of clean up that it was a really long scroll for that right sidebar. So we've broken yeah. it down into some different tabs now. Are those are those uh, style menus going to be open by default? Because they were open just now when you landed on them, but right now in you know the existing uh, version they are closed. Not so that that's like super important, but I don't like it. I like them I, being open. <laughs> I think. Yeah, so if you open your settings icon, this is what default is landing on is that list view. And that lets you yeah. drag things around. It looks almost the same as the list view on the left side, but let's say that you might not have that left side list view open. And so, right. So there are some settings. So, so I, I was gonna, I was gonna say, yeah. Um, well, sorry, say um, I was I was gonna ask Tucker because I know that Tucker had uh, some complaints about how um, just a few just a few <laughs> when he when he started redoing the water cooler site in yeah. uh gutenberg uh the menus were like one of his biggest yeah. uh like nitpicks uh like tucker how do you feel about this new uh menu or navigation setup I think it's good. I it, it it I think I think it I think it's going to work well. I think the one thing that and I don't know if we've solved this yet because I haven't played with this version of of WordPress yet, but editing a template on a page that you're currently on where the template is being applied to that page and then you hit site edit, that darn thing should take you to the template so you can edit the template that you're looking at instead of the homepage. I don't know if they fix that yet, but if they have fixed that, then I'll give them all the tokens. But if not, then no tokens are given because <laughs> I, I don't I, I don't understand why this logic is is the way that it is. Yeah. But here's we, the thing. We know okay, what template we are on my, the page. Here's my conclusion of this. Like this is, I think, really edging uh, six uh, a WordPress core WordPress into legitimate page builder territory. Obviously, there's a lot of add-ons that can uh, like it can. Uh, involved dynamic content and whatnot, but we're not actually that far away from that. And you can see where it's going. And now we've kind of got a framework for the the the, the editing component. There were a lot of uh, short uh, or um, missteps possibly in the beginning, like with the navigation menu. But because of folks' feedback and the community responding, um, those things have been addressed. And so I think that you can really see where it's going now. And I, it, it has, it always had potential, but now it has, uh, you can, you can see the reality of it. And yep. I just think that the, the feedback doesn't, the feedback is so important because this has been, the feedback has been shaping this project since it was announced. Like, I do not think that where some of the project leadership thought this would go is necessarily where it has gone or the things that have been added or changed. They're not necessarily what were planned at the beginning. And I just cannot stress enough how much this software and the people 
who are building this software are part of our community and are part of WordPress. No matter who they're sponsored by, they are building this tool that we're all using and all, you know, in theory, making a living off of or enjoying in some way. And, you know, it's really, um, it's really kind of miraculous that it does exist like this and that we all do have this opportunity. So I just, you know, it's, we should not take it for granted how useful this tool is and yeah. how, how few people really do create it and yes. how important it really is and how much we all should tend to it and pay attention to it and give it our love and affection and yep. our attention because it, you know, I love that you have Wapoos on the <laughs> so page. I was going to show like two, you three more things Wapu, in the post, you know, what? I was going to yeah, show two please. more drinks. Two, two, oh, three more quick over things. time. Why not? Uh, all right. So in the post, editor, we were going to close on my heartfelt note about WordPress contribution, but you know, yes, we need we need more contributors. But I also want people to be wooed <laughs> and awed by here are the posts. So if you go to add a pattern, the new area of patterns, this is organized a little better. That's so much better, isn't wow. it? Um, and there's better. a way for if you are a theme dev, there's a better way to hook into the way that those patterns appear. There's also an HTML API, so check that out in the field guide. Um, in the media area, you see that it, we can embed our media a little bit differently than we did in the past. Um, so you can like look at the images or videos or whatever oh, wow. that are in your that thing. That is absolutely a big step towards, I know now why you yeah. wanted to show this to me, yeah, yeah. Uh, towards media library um, yeah. upgrading. Like that is can, definitely you can open the media library, but the, I like where this direction's going. I did yeah, a search. Nice. Look, in you have open verse like right in there. Yeah. Is that yeah. is that a plugin or is that nope. baked in? That's baked in, and there is wow. a way, devs. There is a way to turn it off if you don't want your clients to get it. Read the field guide. There is a way to turn off the open verse. Why would stuff. anyone not want their clients to have stock photos? Because it will hot link. So I can't demonstrate since it, I think it already it did it once. Link? Hold on. So I'll show you. Um, I did a search for open verse. Here is my friend. Yes, here is my friend Sandy dressed up as Wapu. I know where that photo came from. Here is the hot link. Hey, we are going to pull this in. We are embedding the the image into your site, but we are not uploading this to your media library at this time. Oh. This was a little controversial. So, if the image is in in a Creative Commons zero licensed space publicly. Sourcing it from there might be a better choice than hosting it locally because we've seen some people download something from like Getty Images, stick it on Flickr, and claim that it's open, open like CC zero licensing. That's a problem. So people are sort of ethically torn. Like, do I download it and host it myself? Because, but or do I do I attribute it to where it came from that claims that it is CC zero? And so the Isn't compromise a is a warning of, message to let you decide. Uh, Isn't that a ton of? Um, bandwidth then though pulling from then oh, the openverse site because and maybe this is a topic for another day yeah, because i know yeah. airbnb airbnb not airbnb freaking Airtable, yeah. uh you know has taken active measures to prevent them from being used as a cdn so in a way openverse would be like this like global cdn for images if that's happening right so openverse already openverse is only a search engine we should really it's table not this topic. We're now media. almost 40, yes. 15 minutes over. And we're okay, just okay. So Openverse topic. is a search engine and Openverse does not host any files, really. Like oh, it doesn't host God. the media. So right. it just searches where the media is stored and it's 
giving it back to let you. So, so I'm going to copy my styles because everybody thinks that this is magical. I'm going to go down here and say, Hey, on dressed up Sandy hiding in a Wapu, I'm going to paste my styles and, um, yes, we'll allow that paste and ta-da. Wow. So now mm -hmm. on a block by block basis, you can copy paste, uh, your styles. Narrator and narrator says it pasted. So <laughs> yes. So there's a lot listening at home. It pasted correctly. We are way over. There is so much more devs. Please read through the field guide and devs. If you have an idea about how to make the field guide more fun to look at, uh, let's talk about you offering your ideas and time to make that possible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so let's make it easier for all of us to make the product better that we all yeah. share and yep, that we're yep, all yep. working on. So that was a lot of the user side we of it. We all get hyped about. And then we can all go to the parties. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to go to the next party. I'm coming. Okay. I'm coming to the party. That's I'm a lot of emojis. Will, that, emoji we, we, showed off, we showed off a lot of uh, stuff that's going on around the block editor, around all of that. Um, I, I do want to give a very brief message, uh, like mention of... Uh, something that I am ridiculously excited about, uh, that now we have uh, Movedr uh, in WordPress core, uh, which um, only means stuff to a lot of like uh, plugin and, and theme uh, devs, but also plugin and theme users. Uh, sometimes, especially in shared hosting environments, uh, it, you know, in places where uh, your resources might be a little constrained, um, the traditional way of updating a plugin, it copies the files between a directory. It can be slow. Uh, Andy Fragan and uh, a bunch of other folks have worked really hard uh, on getting uh, move dir, like instead of copy dir, um, added to uh, WordPress. So the uh, it's it's a it's a silly name if you have to say it out loud because it's a, I it's mean, a technical so is, thing. So are hamburger and kebab, but you know who are we? Right. What are we? What are we working with? But, these people? But um, the at, at the end of the day, uh, plugin, theme, et cetera, updates uh, will go faster um, when you do uh, and set up like automatic uh, plugin and, and theme updates. This will make uh, failing back to the old version of uh, a plugin or theme that doesn't update correctly. It will make it easier to roll back to that and not completely brick your site. I am excited about this. Uh, it, it will make the update process a lot more like updating Firefox or Chrome or whatever. It's like, oh, this thing broke. Uh, you don't have a non-functional thing now. It's just, hey, this this update didn't go as planned. Um, you know, and here's, fine. here's what you we can put do. it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like a chess move if you're playing a chess game and you don't take it doesn't take its finger off of the off of the chess piece. Until it sees it, that's like, oh, okay, it's good. <laughs> so then it could still right. take it back. It's just like that. Everyone got my chess analogy, right? Yep. Okay, good. Sure. All right. All right. So, uh, so, so here, yeah. here's, here's, here's the important <laughs> part here is I want you to give me a 10 second clip where you're going to say something that I'm going to play at the beginning of every show. Wait, right now? We're me, doing that right now? Give me a 10 second clip right now. No one talk. Mute if you like. I don't know. And then we'll use this later. Say. Uh, you are, uh, no, we can't do that right now. We will do that. Oh, we're doing it right time. now. It, live. No, we're not doing we're it doing right it live. Now. Let's do this. Come on. 
We're doing a live. This is about the WPCC? This is about the WPCC. How about it? Uh, I Join the WPCC and be a part of the community. Fun, let's fund contributors. WP, WPCC fund contributors. Sweet. Mm. Sounds like I'll, fun, I'll really. All right, folks. Fun. Fun. Almost. <laughs> Sorry. We are fun uh, contributors. I mean, come on. Well, a shaggy uh, ending to a shaggy show. Jason, throw to the outro. Our Yay! Dayhuwatercore.com slash subscribe <laughs> and subscribe to this content over there. We'd really appreciate it. You can go over to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. You can even watch us on YouTube. We'll see you there. Bye-bye. I'm glad no one's here for the professionalism. Just for